you that I believe is just totally and completely connected to God's presence. It's manifested even now. And just share some things with you. And I only have a few minutes, but I think it's going to prep us to continue on experiencing and being in God's presence. And uh, as we get in and as we pray and seek God together, uh, at the beginning of the year that I I made this statement, and it was this, is that uh, this year would be the best year of our life if it's the best year of our life spiritually. And, uh, And I believe that God is up to something way beyond what we could imagine. Uh, and I think that it's, uh, he's, he's doing some things in a, in a very powerful way. I know that some of you are in the, in the midst of uh, great opposition and trial in your life, and that's just part of life, and you'll get through it. Uh, and you'll see victory over it. So just know that. Uh, but God, there's people praying for us. God's speaking to people. God's doing things. I got a phone call uh, this week from a, um, a friend of our church, and I met him through uh, Bobby Nick, and he's drummed for us. His name's Stephen Bird, and uh, he called me this week, and he said, uh, Pastor, I just wanted to, he says, I really don't know what it means, but I was uh, awakened about four o'clock in the morning uh, this morning, and I don't remember what day he called me. And he says, the only thing that, uh, uh, no, excuse me, I was, I was, I had a dream uh, about four o'clock in the morning, and it was worship. And as soon as I woke up, you're the one that came to mind. And uh, he says, I, I, I just, I, that's all I have. And I said, and I said, okay. I said, I don't know exactly what it means, but I know that God's up to something. Can I pray for you? And I took my 21 seconds of prayer and stretched it out a little bit. And, uh, and I prayed for him and thanked him and uh, invited him to uh, spend some time with me in the, in the future when he had a moment. He was in Dallas. And, um, and so God's up to something. And I, I know that one of the things that he's placed in my heart, and even for this season, is that uh, to place a great importance on building the church, the local church. Uh, this world is about to be uh, uh, come to a acknowledgement uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, one way or another, uh, rapture's coming. It's it's going to be happening. It's going to be happening probably not too long from now. I know people have been saying that for centuries, but man, things are lining up. And, and so, but I do believe that there's a great move and the church needs to get ready and be ready for it. And uh, there's going to be a great harvest that comes in. And so today I want to just talk to you because I don't have much time. I want to talk to you about a church that God uses to heal our land. God wants to bring healing in our land. He wants to bring uh, great, great healing in our land. A very familiar passage of scripture that all of us have uh, probably heard, prayed, read for sure is in Second Chronicles 7.14 and it says, if my people, and many times we read it, we hear it, and we've heard it so many times that we uh, pass right over it and I've done the same thing, guilty of it. 
but it's powerful and power-packed. If my people who are called by my name, let's stop there, my people who are called by my name, this is the church. He's talking to you and I, he's speaking to us, he's saying, uh, if you're my people, this this is who I'm speaking to. So we're hearing from God right now, this moment, this very second, God's talking to us. So you hear people, well, I, I don't hear from God. You, you better be hearing right now because he's speaking to us. Uh, our world is needing desperately the church, desperately needing the church to rise up. Last night uh, with our Women's Radiant Night, uh, we experienced God. I was back there just worshiping God and just uh, in a and just loving on God and and just man just you know tears uh, wiping them away. Just the presence of God was so rich and so good. Amen. For you that were here, and uh, and then the, just the the whole night. And uh, matter of fact, I, I I don't know if I took it on, put it on or took it off my bra this morning, but <laughs> my bra. And for you that were here last night, you understand what I'm talking about. But I believed. I rejoiced and I acted on God's word, and uh, uh, and I have no idea where I was going with this because that. But just God's presence is so rich, and oh, your our prayers, our prayers is a result of our prayers. A, a praying church um, impacts people's lives. I believe there's many people's lives that were impacted last night and will continue to be. Uh, Dan showed me a, uh, you know, uh, a somebody. I think it was Tamara that did a uh, just a little something on Facebook, and I know that I know that uh, Vanessa told me last uh, this morning. She says if if last night was uh, anything like what the or if the women's conference is going to be anything like last night, I can't wait to to for it to get here, and so that's exciting, isn't it? And, but it, it, it starts with prayer. It starts with prayer. And so it says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. And, uh, and I, I looked this up in, in another translation. It says, I will listen from heaven. God's going to hear from heaven. When, when we do these things, he says, I'm going to hear you. I'm going to listen. I'm going I'm I'm to act. I'm going I'm to listen. I'm going to do something. He says, he says, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Interest, interesting that it doesn't say he's going he's to forgive our sins. He says, I'll, heal their, I'll forgive their sins. Isn't that what he says? We're forgiven, right? Thank God. It's the world that needs forgiven. I believe there's going to be a harvest come in. But let me just break this down for you. A church that, uh, that God uses to heal our land, number one, is a humble church. Is that we've got to be humble people. We've got to recognize our need for Jesus Christ every day. That's what prayer is. Prayer is, an, is a humility 
uh, act in our life. It is a statement of humility saying that I cannot do, I cannot do life. I cannot do ministry. I can't raise my children. I can't be a good husband. I can't be a good wife. I can't be a good employee or a good employer without seeking God. I've got to, I've got to humble myself before God. And, uh, and, and so, you know, I, I just believe that, and I did say this at the beginning of the year, is that I believe that our 21 days of prayer and worship services are going to be uh, some of the greatest things that we experience throughout the year. And we're just going to, we're going to see it grow. We're going to see this happen. People going to get, they're going to catch on to the spirit of prayer. And we're going to see a world impacted as a result. And it starts with humility. It starts with the acknowledgement that I, I am not all that without God. I, I cannot do it. I can't handle it. I can't, I can't foresee it. I, can't, I need God. So we need to humble ourselves. Secondly, he says, uh, he says we need to pray. And so we need to be a praying church. A praying church. I, I posted on Facebook, our Facebook page this morning, uh, prayer is an opportunity to inject hope into our situation. And then, and then I, I, I wrote this on my notes that prayer is the opportunity not only to inject hope, but power and possibilities into our situation. We, when we pray, we inject the power of God into whatever situation it is that we're going through. The possibilities, because without, with God, there's nothing impossible. Your, your, uh, what seems to be impossible situation is not impossible with God. And so we pray because we believe, we believe, it starts with believing, right, Vicki? We believe that God will change things, that he's going to turn those things around. He's going to cause those things to begin to take shape according to his will, because that's how we pray. We pray according to his will. And so we, we pray seeking God every day. Every day we pray. And, and we just need to have a, a, a lifestyle of prayer, not giving up on prayer, but pressing in and allowing that prayer life to grow. To grow. And have such a prayer life. I know sometimes, you know, life can get difficult. But may, my goodness, set aside time for prayer. And, and you know, I, got, I, I have a routine. I, I hesitate sharing it. My life is, is, but it's just, it's a routine. I got a, I'm so routine oriented, it's sickening. Amen. And, and I try to break it up. And I do, I do try to break it up. Break it up. But I'm just, I've prayed for discipline for years and I continue to pray and declare it over my life and I've only continued to get more discipline and, and I'm grateful for that and by no means uh, frowning or uh, downplaying it, but I, I'm just very disciplined. So no matter what time I get to bed, I'm going to be up at my regular routine and it's 2.30 in the morning and I seek God. Amen. And uh, so I've, I'm going on three and a half hours sleep from last night. And so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, just going to seek God and I want to know him. I want, I, I cannot do without him. I cannot do without his presence. I cannot do without hearing from God. And the amazing thing is, is that I believe that I heard from God last night on a number of different things that I'm going to be sharing with a number of different people over the course of today, I believe. 
I believe. And that uh, life-changing possibilities are going to take place because I'm a praying man. And I think that your, your life, our life, our church, our world will be changed because we pray. If we'll humble ourselves and pray. And then he gives us a third step. And he says, and seek my face. We need to seek God's face. We need to be a church that is a, a seeking God's face church. God, it's, I'm, I'm going to know you. And uh, I, looked this, I looked up that word seek. And that word seek means to crave and require as a necessity. To crave and require as a necessity. I've got to, I've got, I'm going to, I'm going to seek the face of God. I've got to, I require, I require having the face of God in my life every day. I'm, I, I, it's, it's a craving of mine. I'm addicted to the presence of God. I'm addicted to God. I've got to have him. I, I, we're here so short of a time. Life, your life is going to be over before you know it. And let me tell you, this life that we hold so dearly, so dearly, is only not even a blink in the eye, of the eye in, in comparison to eternity. Amen. Eternity is so big, I can't explain it. We can't even understand it. There's no time in eternity. There's no time there. We live in time. There is no time there. We don't understand it. That God knows the beginning from the end because he lives in eternity. And where he, when he looks down on time, he can see it all. He knows what we're going to do. And he sees the answers. And, and, and we can't limit him. God, we thank you. And so we, we've got to crave him. We've got to, we've got to desire him. And the, his face means his, his personality, his presence, his, his attitude. I've got, to, I've got to know you, God. And so if we will seek him, we will pray, we will humble ourselves, then we're going to finally see the, the healing of our land. But let me give you the fourth thing that he said that we must do. We must turn from our wicked ways as a church. And, and initially, most people, including myself, will not include ourselves in that category as being wicked. But when we go in and we define, too often we define things by our, our definition or our culture, our American culture, rather than by the Word of God. We need to let the Word of God define what things are. I looked up that word wicked. The word wicked means bad. Some of us can be bad from time to time. It means destroying. Can we not destroy some things? Can we destroy our, our relationships, our attitudes, our, our reputations, whatever? We can destroy some things. It means displeasing. Do we ever dis- displease God? Yes. Is that not wicked or what? Yes. And then uh, it also means grievous. Have we ever grieved the Spirit of God in our lives? It also means harmful, where we harm something. And then here's the, here was, here's the one that really got me, because I know from time to time this happens. It means selfish. In the definition, uh, the biblical definition of this word wicked, one of the definitions is selfish. And man, we can be so selfish. We can be so wicked in our selfishness. 
And the Bible says that our, our selfishness actually opposes God in Romans 8. And the Bible says that we have to turn from those things. We've got to turn from those things and, and we, we need to turn from those wicked ways. The word ways means actions, impulses, paths, and practices. Our impulses, even it may not have been something that we even intended to do, but we were impulsive at the moment and we, we, we got into a place of selfishness and we, we embraced it out of impulse and it was wicked. And God says, turn from those things and practices and paths and that type of thing. And I'm going to tell you, if we'll do those things, he says, he'll heal our land. If we'll do those things, he'll heal our land. And so, as we do, we will shine. This place is getting dark. But let me tell you, in darkness, light shines the brightest. And we just need a shine, folks. Isn't that right, ladies? We need a shine. And so, we're going to spend the next 20 minutes praying... I'm going to invite you guys to stand up. I'm going, to, I'm going to challenge everyone to at least give a 21-second prayer during our time together. You don't have to. Don't feel pressured. But I'm just if you want to receive that challenge, embrace it and pray for 21 seconds during this time. And uh, I'm going to ask you that if you would pray, when you do pray, pray loud enough where people can hear. And then also be mindful, 20 minutes goes that quick. And so be mindful to um, not pray marathon prayers, but pray, you know, you know, 100 yard dash prayers. You know what I mean? And so, and, and as we'll do that, because last week we, we almost, we kind of did run out of time. And so we want to, we said we'd be here for an hour. We want to honor you in that, okay? And so let's press in. Let's do what God says. Let's pray. And uh, just stand up, talk loud. I mean, if you talk loud from your seat, that's fine. But make sure, you know, we can all agree. This is a prayer of agreement. All right, let's do that.